Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. In today's Gospel, we hear the conclusion of the conversation between Peter and Jesus that started last week in last week's Gospel. Remember in last week's Gospel, Jesus, he says to the apostles, who do the people say that I am? So he's conducting a popular opinion poll. And there are a wide variety of answers and opinions, but they're all dead wrong. Then he asks the apostles, but who do you say that I am? And Peter steps up and he confesses. He knows that Jesus truly is the Son of God. And Jesus tells us that upon Peter's confession, our church is built. More to it, we see Peter last week coming on as the leader of the apostles. And why not? He's the first pope of our church. And now the discussion between Peter and Jesus continues in today's gospel. Jesus tells us what it means to be the Son of God, what his public ministry entails, which is ultimately death on the cross. Now, Peter doesn't like this. He says, heaven forbid, Lord, that anything like this should happen to you. Well, without any hesitation whatsoever, immediately Jesus turns on Peter and says, Get behind me, Satan, for you are an obstacle to me. Now, this is extraordinary. This is very extraordinary. Can you imagine being an apostle, listening to this conversation? At one minute, Jesus is praising Peter. And at the next minute, he's calling him the devil and saying he's an obstacle to his ministry. So, it doesn't make any sense, does it? You know, why? Why does Jesus turn on Peter like that? Well, I think it's because Peter doesn't understand the cross. Like so many people in the gospel, like Peter, they understand who Jesus is, but they don't understand the cross or his ministry. Jesus came into this world to give his life as a ransom for us all. And that's precisely at the heart of his ministry. Jesus gives up his life so that we might have eternal life ourselves. And so, in order for us to truly understand who Jesus is, we have to understand the cross. And I think that gets at the heart of the teaching for this weekend and this great conversation between Peter and Jesus over the past two weekends. It reminds me of a statement that John Paul II would always preach about, especially at his World Youth Days, he would always tell the young kids, he would say, at the heart of the Catholic life is to come to know God, to love God, and to serve God. And I think that goes at the heart of this conversation between Peter and Jesus. Last week, we came to know who Jesus was. He is truly the Son of God. This week, we come to know, to serve him and to love him, and what that means. And Jesus tells us just that. Now, Going back to Peter, Peter says to Jesus, God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. Well, 
We feel sorry for Peter. We want to give him the benefit of the doubt. He seems to be genuinely concerned about Jesus. But notice what Jesus says. Get behind me, Satan. You're an obstacle to me. You are thinking not as God does, but as human beings do. Remember Peter's confession last week. He came to know who Jesus was through the inspiration of the Holy Spirit given to him by God the Father. And yet now it's different. Now he sees Jesus in terms of the world, and he is wrong. He doesn't understand Jesus' ministry. Why is that? Well, because Peter wants glory for Jesus. The last thing that Peter wants is death for Jesus. Why? Because Peter still has that premonition that Jesus is going to be the new Messiah, like a King David. He's going to be a new president, ushering in a new administration. Well, Peter wants to know where he's going to be in that pecking order of that new administration. God forbid that Jesus dies before Peter gets in office. And so I think that's what Peter is talking about. That's why he doesn't understand the cross. More to it, Peter doesn't understand that love implies sacrifice. Christ loved us to an extent that he was willing to give us the great self-denial and mount the cross on our behalf for that we might have eternal life. That's why Jesus says later on, he says to the disciples, whoever wishes to come after me must deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Well, there it lies, to know God, to love God, and to serve God. Love implies sacrifice. Those that have a dedication to a commitment, no matter what it is, know that their dedication implies a sacrifice. I'll give you some examples. Take a married couple, a husband and a wife. They mutually are committed to each other, motivated by love, and there implies a mutual self-giving of the other over to the other, a self-denial, a sacrifice. Each person, the husband and the wife, they gaze upon each other and they say, my life is about you and the love that I give you, and the love that I receive from you. And in doing so, there's that mutual self-giving of the other, a self-denial. You take a person professing religious orders. At their final vows, what they do is they give themselves over to God. It's a giving themselves over to God. It's a great self-denial. They say to God, I will give my entire self over to serving you as well as the church. And in it is a sacrifice motivated by love. And see, Paul is referring to that in the second reading. Paul says, offer yourself as a living sacrifice, as a response to God's love. Well, in order to understand the cross, we have to understand self-denial. And that's what Jesus is getting at. Self-denial motivated by our love for God. That's what it means to pick up our cross and follow after Jesus. Now, you may ask the question, does that mean that Christian life is a miserable life, one in which we're constantly sacrificing, unhappy, bitter, suffering? No, not at all. As long as our sacrifice is motivated by love, we will not be bitter. In fact, St. Thomas Aquinas says, the secret to a happy Christian life is not to avoid the cross, no, but to be motivated by love. Now, 
Remember, love, it's not an emotion. It's not a term of affection. When you hear love written about by saints or love in sacred scripture, it always means to will the good of another. And we can do that. Even for perfect strangers, we can love them. We can will the best for them. Now, I'll give you a great example of what this means. To know God, to love God, and to serve God. And what Jesus is getting at when he says, Whoever wishes to follow me must deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow me. Well, I think a great example of this is stewardship. Stewardship in which we offer our prayers, our talents, and our treasure for others in this world or at the parish that we belong to. St. Thomas Aquinas once said, Everything that we have, whether it's our property, our cars, our jewelry, our possessions, flesh, bone, blood, even our thoughts are not ours. They're on loan from God. Well, we have to recognize that. And at the heart of stewardship is the fact that we use those gifts, not for our own self-interest, our own benefit, but for the interest of others, the interest of our parish and our faith communities. Well, if you look at stewardship, at the cornerstone of stewardship is prayer. And every time we gather for Mass, we perform stewardship. We pray not for ourselves, but also for others in this world, even for people we don't even know. I'll give you a great example of this. Next week, our parish is going to have a holy hour to pray for the victims of the flooding in Texas and Louisiana. Now, we are going to come together, and it's an act of self-denial. We are going to sacrifice that one hour to pray for those victims in Texas and Louisiana. We're motivated by love. We will the best for those people. Now, do we know those people? Absolutely not. They're perfect strangers. But it doesn't make a difference. In that act of self-denial, we pick up our cross. And in doing so, now we follow after Jesus. We try and help those people in prayer. How about stewardship when it comes to talents? We have a number of volunteers that maintain a wide variety of ministries at our various parishes. Well, they perform those ministries motivated by love, not out of their own self-interest. The volunteers that perform these ministries, they don't say, well, what's in it for me? No, not at all. Instead, they volunteer to be catechists. They volunteer to be in our bereavement ministries, our liturgical ministries, in order to help the needs of the parish and the parishioners. Again, there's that act of self-denial. These people, they volunteer their talents and their skills, and they do so for the benefit of the parish that we're at. And in doing so, our parishes are stronger for it. And there's that act of self-denial, that sacrifice and picking up our cross. Again, it's always motivated by love. And see, when we engage stewardship, when we pray for others, when we share our talents and our skills and our abilities and our treasure for the benefit of our parish, therein we engage what Jesus is teaching us this weekend, that act of self-denial. Instead, we put the interests of others before our own. And in doing so, we pick up our cross and we're able to follow in the true spirit in the ministry of Jesus Christ. Once again, John Paul II once said, he said, at the heart of the Catholic life, is to know God, to love God, and to serve God. Well, in the Gospels in this past two weeks, Jesus Christ has taught us that. Last week, he taught us 
who Jesus truly is. He is the Son of God, so we know who God is. This week, we have come to love him and to serve him by understanding what it means for self-denial and picking up our cross and following after him. We should always remember the secret to a happy Christian life is not to avoid the cross, no, to take it on and to walk with it, but we should always be doing it motivated by love through acts of self-denial. Then we truly are followers, authentic followers of Jesus Christ. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.